0: This episode is brought to you by Slay House Publishing, recorded at Wayne Howard
1: Studios. Welcome to Slayhouse Publishing presents Lit Bits. I'm Jeremy, with me as always is Trevor and Curtis. Hello. Hey. Today we are talking about um, our spring movie review. We are, we, well, mostly Trevor. But I'm
2: always the one who sees the movies. I don't mostly, know Mostly,
1: I wanted to see some of them, but I have, you know, a life. <laughs> 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 i'm just kidding i'm i'm totally kidding no this is our spring movie review we saw the movies so you don't have to this is true for some of them especially <laughs> for, for
0: most of them because that's how
1: movies work you're right yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't go I watch, them. Them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Don't I, watch them yeah I, I subjected to people my body have. to them
1: so you didn't. so how about them. what if we do like we did last time and let curtis kind of read the the i
2: feel like that works
1: the list and then yeah. we can just talk about them
2: yeah that works they're um, not
1: they're not in any kind of order either i think we just no, wrote down it's like
0: just whatever was there what we remembered yep. i
1: have uh watched about a quarter of
0: one of these movies so this is nice. great awesome i can do this yeah which quarter um the first quarter <laughs> um, Like the, mid- <laughs> the middle quarter 20, yeah 20 minutes yeah. in
1: the uh i love it i, I love saw love the, it.
0: i saw the first quarter of the batman um, and I thought it was great. <laughs> the, the, the Batman is a fucking stellar dun, dun, movie. Like, dun, Let dun, me tell you. you, it was good. But I, right. I had to go do something. So I know, actually, it off if they and I take never it, went back
1: to it. that movie, if he'd have walked a little bit faster, you would have actually seen about half of it.
2: You're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he yeah. always walks well, so like, damn let's, slow. Let's be real. I'm, I'm gonna say two things here. Number one. one, I think that Batman is or or the Batman is probably my favorite Batman movie since the 1966 Batman really interesting yeah, i i really do i think this movie is is amazing i absolutely love robert pattinson's portrayal of batman yeah me too. i felt like the casting was just all around solid i loved the script um it, it like it kept me entertained for three hours which is something really hard to do
0: yeah, yeah yeah
2: but number two he's objectively just the worst fucking batman in terms of what he's able to accomplish Watch that movie and tell me what that Batman actually does.
1: He makes a pun about a thumb drive. <laughs> but,
2: but was that him making the fun or the pun? Because I feel like that was the
1: Riddler making that pun. Well, the yeah, and yeah. he's just he's, he's just, just commenting on the reading, pun. reading the yeah. pun. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. That is true. Did would, you get to that part yet, or had he walked onto the screen yet?
0: Uh, no, I don't think I've gotten to the. <laughs> right. That's my biggest
1: issue with the movie. It's like it would have been two hours long if he had just walked a Had faster. (laughs) Every minute, every time he comes into screen, it's like five minutes of just hearing this clock, clock.
0: He's got like spurs on. You know what? My my so far, my favorite part of the movie is when I finally get back to it. I'll, I'm gonna really enjoy this even more. Is how he doesn't put on the Christian Bale voice. I don't, oh, right. I'm sorry, I don't no. like that. No, I did not. I like
2: that I have at made, all. I have made the Christian Bale <coughs> voice joke with with my partner. Just like. All the time, we went to see um, one of the movies together. I think it was, um, and and there's like you know the part where he's like always barking like a dog. You know he's he's always yelling. Like my favorite part of the Dark Knight is when he yells like, "Where's Rachel?" Where, is
3: she? Where you know, is she? Yeah, he just he can't do it. Yeah. so
2: so I like I'm always <laughs> laughing about that. And in the theater, of course, what should happen? But but he's looking for whatever bomb trigger in that last one, <laughs> and he's like,
3: "Where is it?" Where's the trigger? I,
0: I just turned to Caitlin. I was like,
3: Where is it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I mean, I felt like I was getting trolled entirely when Bane started talking. Oh. <laughs> I, like, I started looking around like, Is anyone,
1: oh, is anyone hearing this? Like, <laughs> He couldn't settle on an accent either. It's like it fluctuates between like like Sean Connery (laughs) and a Caribbean person. (laughs) 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 I love how we're supposed to be talking (laughs) about the Batman and we go back to like another movie. Well, this is
0: the reason why this Batman is cool is because it didn't do any of that goofy
1: shit. Yeah, you're right. When you got Robert Pattinson saying. I'm Batman. Yeah, I'm Batman, baby. I'm Batman. <laughs> I've got it. Actually, no, that's not it. it he not literally, that's solo. the other, that's the second point. And I love this movie too. To me though, it wasn't the, you know, I wasn't so in love with the campy like 66 version. I did like the, uh, um, the 89, like the Tim Burton version. So, cause that, um, that's I mean, where it's at, dude. I mean, that, that to me I was liked like
2: Michael Keaton. I liked Michael Keaton, especially
1: because I remember like all the, the derisive kind of blowback against casting Michael Keaton at the time yeah, and just everyone saying, oh, this movie's going to suck. And then I go to see it in the theater and I'm like, no, this is freaking awesome.
0: It's because he was Beetlejuice I do like this. They, they thought it yeah, wasn't going to well, work. Well, he was no.
1: Beetlejuice and Mr. Mom and he had a big comedic kind of career before yeah, he did that. Yeah, how is this
0: goofball going to be Batman?
1: Right. Is kind of what they were like. And, um, and so when I, I do like this one, it's up there with with that one for me. So it's, it's like you, it's yeah. tied. But I, my second problem with it, other than him walking so slow, is this whole deal of he's obviously dressed like a, a man in a bat suit. And yet I thought it was a joke at first because he's like, I'm vengeance. And that's great. That's fine. Okay. He wants to, you know, I'm vengeance. I'm a metaphor for this city or whatever. But then everyone's like, hey, vengeance. What's up? Hey, Vengeance! Hey, there's no, he just, Vengeance walking in. And it's like, a, Oh, come on! He becomes a. Well, uh,
2: to be fair, I think it's only Zoe Saldana. Or no, not, they all not do. Not Zoe Saldana. It's Zoe Kravitz.
1: No, they all do. All characters sit there and start calling him Vengeance.
2: I maybe I just missed that. I'll have to. Like it bugged me.
1: I'll have to. You're serious? To go back. I'm serious. They yeah. Are we calling him I, don't, I don't recall that. They all start calling him Vengeance. I only recall the Rewatch one character. the movie. I just rewatched it on HBO it Max. Sounds like they're cloning on him. They, yeah, they they're like hey, Vengeance is here yeah that's yeah the penguin calls him vengeance maybe Um, it's just a prolonged uh, dad joke (laughs) maybe it is and you'd think I wouldn't be so angry at those because (laughs) I I, I do dad jokes like all the time to be
2: real though if you had the choice between calling Batman Batman or vengeance I would probably call him vengeance too Because that is so
0: much more threatening than fucking Batman. I know. That's kind of the problem with Batman entirely, is that at the end of the day, he's (laughs) dressed in a...
1: Bat- and this is why, but that's the look some got, of the cops give him too when he's walking into the why, murder scene, this and they're is like, why "I they're think like, the
2: '66 Batman is my favorite Batman because Batman is inherently ridiculous." Yes, he he inherently ridiculous. He's got little ears. I mean, honestly, dude, honestly, dork.
1: Honestly, anybody could say that for any superhero. Yeah. You walk into a yeah, room dressed like... Yeah, that's you know. true.
2: I mean, that's all superheroes are patently ridiculous. But sure, Batman sure. is the, mm-hmm. the only one what, out of all those that ch- I think that what drives me crazy serious. is that, like... I don't yes, know. Exactly. I mean, like, the Punisher, like, the a lot room, of them. You, when Thor rocks, walks in the room, it's like, all right, that's fucking Thor. Like, yeah. you know, like, Thor's here to party. Like I mean, I'd still make I fun like of him
1: he, if he wasn't so buff. Like, he could just... But punch Thor me a makes wall. fun right. of
2: himself. Like Thor doesn't take himself yeah. so self seriously. He's a comic book character. No, but Robert Pattinson I think plays th- this Batman really well because he's super awkward. Like he's <laughs> a Batman with social anxiety. Like he just stands in the corner. He never looks at anybody straight on. He's always sitting at like a cantered angle. Like <laughs>
0: he's like an anxious millennial Batman <laughs> yes yeah, yes, because, he, really because is. he is he's being <laughs> yeah. played by one yeah.
2: no I I love this movie I think this yeah. movie is amazing I also think that just again when I look at the plot I'm like man Batman does a whole lot of fucking nothing yeah he does a lot of raging he does a lot of punching he does a lot of chasing people the fights were kind of cool yeah the fights were really reactive. cool
0: reactive something yeah. I pointed out to uh, my wife when we were watching it is that when he in a, in the George Clooney Batman right he's surrounded by like 20 guys right. and he's just artfully kicking each one of their asses like they yeah. just happen to not hit him yet by the time he turns around it's right. clearly choreographed and candy yeah. but in this one um, he's surrounded by like more guys than anybody could reasonably handle in a right. fight but, but they're not like it's not like choreographed in a goofy way they're actually like they like hit him in the back with a with a baseball bat,
1: mm-hmm. but and you be, see him kind of react and bend yeah, down. Yeah, he's like,
0: "Ah, oh, shit, I got hit!" And then right. he turns around and punches the guy out. But it's not it's not yeah. like choreographed. His armor um, just does a good enough job. Yeah. To where yeah. He's, I, he's what, not injured by it each really one. He really sold
2: yeah. me on the, the whole idea <laughs> of like this dude has a lot of money and he's put a lot of money into into the stuff to keep him going. Right. right. You to get yeah. those wonderful toys. There's like toys. a whole. There's a whole scene where he's trying to take down some mobsters and and they're they've got machine guns and they're shooting him and like they're clearly hitting him. They they're blasting right. him. Um, but he he just tears through it because his suit is because you know, it's so tough. much better.
0: Yeah, instead of making him like a karate master, which is right.
2: ridiculous. Well, like he's, I mean, like it it just begs the question, like how does Batman not get shot constantly? Right. And this one was like, well, you know what? He's he's got armor. That's yeah. that's why he is getting the the fair, shot. I mean, to be fair, this constantly. isn't the only
1: one. Like even the the Michael Keaton Batman in '89 re- mentions the fact that he has armor on. Uh, like. Yeah. That's the first thing they sure. say, because they all thought he was like, they're all playing it up like he's some sort of supernatural creature. And then he falls to the ground and they all shoot him and they stand back and they start examining him. And they're like, oh, wait, it's some every, kind of body armor. Every bitman yeah. has had
2: some kind of body armor. I feel like we haven't seen this represented on screen as cogently. As with I don't know this one.
1: I I, I this I one begs the question like that first Batman does that the Joker asks where does he get these wonderful toys and at least with the Nolan Batman we do have an answer like we know he's got this armorer who works he works with that mm-hmm. helps him design this stuff. I mean at the one he's point at one point in yeah. the Batman he takes his his what is it, his motorcycle or his car or something yeah. and he goes under this long subway tunnel and then down and finally into like his his Batcave and it's all like. Technologically designed with like all this, like tricked out. Yeah. And it's like, who the fuck built this? Like, all
0: the, all the I don't
1: think that.
2: I'm just... It does a, matter, though. If we're, me, if we're going
1: for realism or if we're going to promote this idea that it's a realistic kind of portrayal, right. then, yeah, that's a question we need to be asking. If you're
2: promoting realism. If
1: you're going to sit there and argue to me, oh, because I've seen that argument on Twitter and on social media, like, this is the most realistic portrayal of Batman. And I'm like, uh, who there, the fuck built that big thing, then?
2: It's not the most realistic no, it isn't. portrayal of Batman. No. But that's also because there is a realistic pr- portrayal of Batman would just be dude gets fucking shot in his spine and then dies. Like, yeah. that's a realistic <laughs> interpretation of
1: that. Well, yeah. and that's, I keep going back to the Nolan films, because those were, that was Nolan's whole point, was how can I make this guy real? How can I... And I dislike right.
2: the Nolan fil- films, because I feel like the whole question of, like, how can we ground this character? No, fuck that. You don't ground the character by making the rules more clear. You ground the character through the characterization. You play with themes, you play with, with tone, you play with you know motifs that's what you do that's how you ground the character you make the character make believable choices in the world that you've set out for him and, and I, I do think, feel like this this I Batman this, does this movie does that incredibly well because yeah. that
1: that to me too that's speaking of the Nolan films that's my biggest complaint is he's he's very reactive in the Nolan films like yeah. somebody tells him something and that becomes his mantra whether it's Ra's al Ghul or Rachel Dawes or somebody they're like oh this is what you should think and he's like this is what I think and it's, yeah. it's like this you know, have Man. a mind for yourself, dude. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this Batman
2: is really, really reactive. Uh, yeah. But but I think that, uh, like, in large part, superhero stories are very reactive. It, it, what, what does proactive justice look like? I mean, it, it doesn't look like punching a dude in the face. Well, he right? refers yeah, to the yeah, proactive
1: yeah. justice in the prologue there at the beginning of the movie. He talks about how he's been out and how he doesn't go out every night, and he's doing that voiceover.
2: Well, his idea of, of a proactive justice is to make... A, a So violent a statement against the people that that do break the law that um, they end up not breaking the law because all they have to it,
1: see is like his light in the sky yeah, and they're like, oh, he's somewhere exactly. out there. But <laughs> he
2: realizes that, that that does not affect real change. It, yeah. It's just a measure. right Well, it becomes
1: his character arc. The, for the whole age.
2: character arc is is <laughs> at the end of the movie. He he realizes, like, I am a symbol And I, as symbol, can take action to inspire others to take action. I need to be more than vengeance. And that is proactive justice. Right, right. I need to change
1: my name from vengeance to proactive man.
2: Proactive man. He's Activia.
1: (laughs) Activia. (laughs) He's very regular. All right, all right. That's enough on X. X. I didn't see this. I did. I'm sorry. This movie. No, this
2: movie is excellent. Like this. This is a really, really great movie. When I saw it the first time, uh, I didn't You've know. you seen it I'd... more than once well okay after I saw it there was like a period where I was like I don't know if if I liked this and I had to really think about it and and ruminate on it before I came back around and was like actually you know what I, I can see what this dude was going for what he was doing and why I think this movie is actually so much better than the criticism it gets it's a horror movie Um, about a group of like young people who go out to this farm in texas stop me if you've heard this before um they go to a farm in (laughs) texas uh but they 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 go out to make a a porn movie um like a debbie does dallas sort of thing oh right Okay. okay and uh and they end up on this farm of this old people or this this old couple and the old couple are not able to have sex together and the woman the old woman um because they're old because they're old (laughs) um the old woman still has just like this uncontrollable libido and and so the horror movie kind of starts when we start to understand like she's really the monster right the monster is her sexuality she's um she's like predating on
1: i think curtis has his phone out looking this up
2: yeah i want to i want to look at posters and stuff it's no it's a crazy movie so so the the movie i think is is trying to have a conversation about the way that we view human sexuality especially as we we view human sexuality in old age and and so
1: didn't the golden girls already do this I don't care about the Golden Girls. <laughs> the Golden Girls already talked to us about how old age handles sexuality.
0: I'm just saying, it's like, like pop a Viagra, like putting good it good to go, and, I'm, <laughs> and we're done.
1: Sorry, Trevor, you disappoint me. I do. I know. Well, then it's a Saturday. It's that's it's you know it's just another day of the week. If I manage to
0: X, no, she's I, got a hatchet. Yeah. With, I, it,
2: it's honestly a, a phenomenal movie. I mean it it balances that line between like like a genuine like art house kind of film trying to provoke a real discussion while also being like a sleazy exploitation film. Um, it It works in a way viscerally that I think more horror should seek to emulate. but it's it's not just all gross outs for no reason right I could it,
1: ruminate all over that. <laughs>
2: he, it, like, seriously, I think this is really smart horror, and I, I really have can't to wait it. to see more horror like it. I think there was a, a brief conversation um, around this movie where people were talking about, I don't like it because it seems like it's just being um gross about old people. Like it's being very ageist against old people. Right. And I thought that at first too, because I felt like, you know, the horror of course is like these old people who are having sex and they want to kill these young people. But I think that it's really almost an, an inspection of like our attitudes about aging and our attitudes about the way that we think of old people and especially the way that we think of intimacy between old people, right? Um, I think our attitudes inform as much of the the horror here, and there are some moments that I think are really, really tender. And it's it's weird to see a movie that plays with this idea of like a tenderness in a horror film. Right. It, it's it's just it's really smart. It's very smartly crafted. I'll have to interesting. Check yeah, it yeah it we'll out. check like, it out.
1: Yeah. Curtis, Um, sit down with the kids. Watch that. Yeah. (laughs)
0: yeah. Come on, family. (laughs) Let's, uh, yeah. What's Um, next? Truly a family values movie. um, Uma. Thurman.
1: Uma. Thurman. (laughs) Uma. Thurman. Is not in that film. This film stars Dylan McDermott, who is a poor man's. (laughs) Dermot Mulroney, no, it stars Dermot Mulroney, who's a poor man's Dylan McDermott. That's the joke. Okay. (laughs) That's the joke. And Sandra O, who always looks like she's. Like saying "Oh," like with her face.
0: <laughs> she does always look a little bit she surprised.
1: Always looks surprised in everything I've seen I'm her. I'm glad in. you worked out that joke, like live. <laughs> I thought I had before. it down. I always think I have it down, and I don't. Dylan Mc. He's the poor. Hold on, the poor man's. <laughs> so let me this. The poor man's Matt Dillon. Wait. They're no. both the poor man's Matt Dillon. Dermot Mulroney Matt- is the poor man's Dylan McDermott. Matt Dillon is the poor man's Matt Dillon.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, Uma, what is this movie about? Uh, this um, movie is
2: about a... Derman. It's a, uh,
0: <laughs> a movie about a mom who
2: is going through some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, help, me, help me out. It, it's, it's a ghost story. It's a
1: Korean ghost story. Um, she can't be around. She's raising her daughter totally off the grid. Right, because she can't be around electricity. Because of
2: the trauma that she suffered. Because oh, of the yeah. trauma that
1: she suffered. Yeah, she's and trying to
2: figure out, Yeah, trying to figure out how to raise her daughter. Um, and her uncle in comes a to way.
1: right, and her mother just died, and her uncle comes to bring her mm-hmm. her mother's ashes right. and like her mother's things, her, too. Right? her
2: mother's remains for a proper burial. Right, and she refuses to do that because her mother was so abusive, and she right. has to reconcile the way in which her mother abused her. Um, Although also try to understand that the abuse wasn't necessarily out of a desire to harm so much as uh, an inability to understand the divide between her personal needs and what her child needed. And to
1: make sure I get it right, I'm going to say it like this. And Dermot McDermott is just her her friend that. I just combined both names. <laughs>
0: I was like, that, I don't think that's
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just combine both names. And... He really
2: just doesn't have much of a role
1: in this He doesn't, movie. no. Um, he snarls at things, really, which is what he's done his entire career. It's really just the, kinda... only
2: the two actresses. It's Sandra Oh, and then the... the the daughter, the daughter character, who's Ever.
1: played like a high school kid, but didn't she? Didn't we decide she's like twenty yeah, something or thirty? She's
2: in, in her, she's well into her twenties.
0: Would you yeah. describe this as a horror or a thriller?
2: It's a that? horror, it's a movie. horror. Um, yeah. it, it's, psychological kind
1: of. I think it gets supernatural. It does have supernatural yeah, elements. The,
2: I think the best way for me to describe this movie is basically a paint by numbers character-driven horror movie, and and, right and on. there there's so much about it that I want to like. Um, Because it is very character-driven, and I think it does do service to its message. But I think that the way that it does service to its message is also so pedestrian. It's just so uninteresting. Yeah. Yeah. It it really is just a paint-by-numbers horror The Ghost
1: is a little bit unusual just because it's another cultural interpretation of, like, a spirit or something. Right. But other than that, it's meh.
2: It, yeah. it really was just a, a very bland movie.
1: A, a, Cisco and Ebert with... had two thumbs up or whatever, and we've got meh.
2: I haven't seen it. <laughs> did they pull? They... I, I felt like it was not very well received critically.
1: Well no, I'm not saying they would have given it two thumbs up. I mean, that's uh, their ratings, I see. their we, rating we've thing. We just got
2: like
0: we've got like an we got, eh and a yeah, meh. Eh, meh. A, All right. <laughs> 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 um, Turning Red. So
2: Turning Red is kind of the It was a
1: horror movie, man. It was very scary, it's terrifying. It was and an action thriller starring Bruce Willis. Can I make that joke? <laughs> I can't make that joke.
0: All about (laughs) uh, coming-of-age adolescence.
1: uh, Was... no, what Bruce movie Willis. are you referencing? <laughs> I'm just fucking a <laughs> fucking just fucking up a movie. Go to, ahead, tell I'm us what to, to you're. Quit. You're the uh, only Bruce one. Bruce Willis I'm was not in turning show. red, just for the record. <laughs> Bruce Willis is not in turning. Red. All right, tr- uh, Sandra O oh is in turning red. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> is she? Yeah, she really oh right. did. They draw her she character's, characters face
1: as like surprised.
0: It, uh, <laughs> is it like it, how, no? I wish they did though. In
1: retrospect, yeah, yeah. So tell us about Turning Red. I'm sorry. I, I, I
2: mean, w- what's interesting about this movie is that um, Uma came out right around the same time that Turning Red did. And it's basically the same story. And yet Turning <laughs> Red is so much better be- because it's, it's still about like, motherhood. It's still about the relationship between a mother and her daughter. Yeah. And, and very specifically, I think in this case, and, and, um, an Asian mother and her Asian-American, or in this case, Asian-Canadian daughter. Right. Um, and, and it's all just, uh, you know, again, going back through the same cycle of like trying to understand this strange relationship that a child has with their mother. But it's also a, a coming of age story, like the main character in this this um, movie turns into like a red panda um, which I think can be allegorized for a number of things. It could. This be, movie received yeah. a lot
1: of backlash from critics. Or well, like, not critics, reason, but like
2: white critics, because white, white critics are critical, shit like at, cri- at, at yeah. like critically reading movies.
0: Yeah, um, uh, my impression was it was a bunch of, like a cr- bunch of crazy moms that were mad about it. Or, I well, mean, there's this th- whole thing of adolescence and
1: turning red. And, a
2: lot you know. of, a lot of conservatives got mad about this right. because uh, mm-hmm. there's a, How dare a joke you talk- about having a period because God forbid a girl who's coming of age has to deal with getting her period. Yeah. Oh
0: no. That's not a shock. That's not something that happens in the world to
2: every fucking woman in the world. Yeah. Oh no. Well, I, I just, <laughs> oh I get so mad about this stuff because <laughs> it's so ignorant and, and. And just idiotic, you know, like human, we need human stories that represent the diaspora of our lives. And if we continue to just hide away from the, the things that are super impactful in a person's life then what's the point of storytelling at We might not oh. end
0: up being able to talk about anything.
1: Oh, wait, right. that's where we are. <laughs>
0: it's, it's Welcome just back exhausting. to the 1950s. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no joke. Really the parents on the
1: TV show have to sleep in two separate twin beds. I'm like, dude, of all the things oh to gosh. get up in arms about, turning red. It's
0: so stupid.
1: Yeah.
2: So, But but this movie, I think, is really genuinely heartfelt. It, it yeah. takes this, some of the same theme of Uma... And explores it in a, you know a different context this time you know in an animated comedy yeah. but it, it also has a lot to say about trying to understand who you are through a process of maturation right yeah. it's a, as a coming of age story it is a lot about finding yourself and the metaphor the central metaphor of this girl turning into this like red panda I think is brilliant. Because you can use that for purity, you can use that into a you know a kind of coming into awareness for yourself. It can also be allegorized as as queerness, as a you know a a kind of coming out or it's a catch-all trying to uh, framing
0: device exactly. Yeah, yeah.
2: whether it be understanding your your sexuality or understanding the the physical process of maturation that you go through, understanding how you differentiate yourself from your parents in this this like moment of individualization. Right, right. Right? Brilliant movie. I think it's so great. And it succeeds at everything it wants to do in a way that I felt Uma didn't. Because it dares to be a little bit bolder.
0: It dares to do something really unique. Which is amazing because this is a Pixar movie. Right. And the other one had full license to go.
1: as far as they wanted
0: to exactly that's that's strange yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's strange that the pixar movie went further yeah um but it's a it's a great movie and i i really loved it and i think that if
2: you're the kind of person who watches pixar movies and really wants to watch a coming of age story about a a girl who turns into a red panda well done watch it it's a good movie it's really well crafted
1: cool so what's next on our list (laughs) oh dudes dudes
0: we get to talk about morbius (laughs) (laughs) Oh! <laughs> <laughs> It's a, a Jared Leto. <laughs>
2: Leto. It's a Jared Leto again. They keep giving I'm me a parts. I'm a back as a vampire now.
0: Can <laughs> you believe <laughs> your blood? I keep getting roles in movies. I
2: don't know how. <laughs> they keep casting me. They just <laughs> Excuse call me. Excuse me, I need to go to the bathroom. He never Rest. asked. A
3: page. Will you wheel me into the bathroom? I can't use
2: my legs for this movie.
1: <laughs> you think he's joking, folks, but no, that was actually That's a concern. A that was a real thing. Uh, Oh thing. great. He's method He's acting. It's
2: the fucking worst.
3: This movie
1: <laughs> is Jared movie. Oh my god.
2: I swear I only go to Jared Leto movies so I can go off the, the fucking deep end. Whether it whether it be House of Gucci like this this movie
0: almost makes me madder than Moonfall. And did he do I mean did he do one movie that is like good? I can't I think of one you know, Jared Leto movie where in he Requiem was in like, Requiem for a Dream. Okay. And yeah. I liked
2: that movie a lot. Yeah, a lot of people liked that movie. Yeah. That's fair. I he, forgot he was in He's a garbage that. person and a garbage actor. And this is a garbage movie.
3: <laughs> this movie is so
2: fucking terrible. There's an actual line in this movie where uh, Morbius, is, he's, con- he's like concocting the thing that's going to kill his nemesis. His nemesis, by the way, named Milo not even a and that's not even his real name this bo- this movie bothers me so <laughs> much um nobody's going to kill his his uh, like antagonist who is just himself but evil just so right. stupid and and he goes to to find him and he crafts this like weird uh, like syringe full of poison or something and he's like it's gonna because he's it's a gonna kill her so he talks he he's talking about like how it turns the blood to like mud or something I don't even know it's, <laughs> I can't remember it's so unimportant but he's like I'm gonna inject this and he's describing what the poison does and he's like in bats it's lethal in humans it's deadly.
0: And I'm like, <laughs> jesus I'd like
2: talk about just the quintessential bullshit of this script and why this script is so bad <laughs> explain to me this the is, difference between just, lethal and deadly yeah this is just a small microcosm of and the y- many problems
1: doctor, dr Morbius, you movie. pass med school <laughs> right <laughs> right
2: are you sure you're an actual dark doctor
1: i'm brilliant
2: This and I speak to bats.
1: Oh my god! I couldn't. Lethal just means he's mostly dead. (laughs)
3: He's
1: not all (laughs) the (laughs) way (laughs) dead. He's he's just mostly dead.
2: Have fun invading the sewers. (laughs) Storming the sewers. I wish oh, oh, that were a part in the movie. Morbius. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> can we recast this movie with Billy Crystal? <laughs> with Billy Crystal as as, as uh, Morbius. Uh, as you know uh, what? Billy Morbius Crystal. Morbius Max as Morbius Billy Max. Billy Crystal can, can play all the parts. Yeah. He can play Morbius. He can play Morbius's useless girlfriend. I was like trying to bust <laughs> out play of play
1: the like, Carol, Carol but... Kane needs to be the girlfriend then if he's going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> be great.
2: No, this movie is, is absolutely like hot garbage. I was like, you know what? Maybe the special effects and the fight scenes would be better. Nope. Those are even terrible. <laughs> I, can, I, I swear to God, the third act, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you what the fuck happened in the third act somehow they start fighting i guess they punch each other through the sewers i didn't realize that they punched each other into the sewers until after the movie when morbius exits the sewers and was like oh so that's
0: where they went I can tell you what, the last bar (laughs) fight I got into on
1: Dixon, that, you know, that sucks. You get punched into the sewer and you're just like, where am I? Dude, that's some straight Mortal
0: Kombat shit. Yeah, it's (laughs) It's ridiculous. You go through a lot of concrete when that happens. He's got vampire powers, but somehow
2: also controls bats. I don't know what the fuck his powers are. Nobody knows what his powers are. It's so useless. It's such a worthless it movie. It sounds like it's on par it's so with the Jaredito movie. And the thing that, that bothers me is like <laughs> nobody was clamped. They say you say like he's for- a vam-
1: his vampire powers but also controls bats and I just imagine him like swooping into a game and like picking up the bat that the the runner is just like a baseball game. A ba- baseball. Like, I would have watched that movie. Is,
2: I would have watched that his bats. movie. <laughs> vampire.
1: This one is court. Let's, no. You know what?
2: Screenplay idea. Vampire bat. Oh, vampire bat. Vampire it's, a, it's about a vampire who plays baseball.
1: Vampire bat boy. <laughs>
0: Oh, Flesh. man. I'm so, I'm so oh, ready. Dude. Are you writing this down? <laughs> I'm writing. The, You're just talking. Yeah, we, Write it down. We've got it recorded, man. Uh, we can, we've got we'll, it recorded. We'll cast, I am going to. oh yes cast Jared yeah.
1: Little in all the roles.
0: The Lost City. I
1: this, couldn't. Okay. I went to see it, but I couldn't find it. Trevor's <laughs> 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 like, yeah, well done, dude. <laughs> That
2: explains everything. (laughs) 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 The Lost City. Uh, Uh, Starring whom? uh, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Is in this movie. Brad Pitt's in this movie. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum's in this movie. It's about an author who writes a book um, about a... She's like a fantasy... Or or not a fantasy. She's like like a romance adventure author. Um, And she... uh, she gets kidnapped by
1: boomers and early Daniel Gen Xers. Radcliffe. If you've ever watched *Romancing the Stone*, this oh, is basically it. It's totally, it for it's totally re- *Romancing the
2: Stone*. Gotcha. It's yeah. totally *Romancing the Stone*. But uh, anyway, she gets kidnapped by Daniel Radcliffe to go find this like secret treasure, and her cover model, who is Channing Tatum, uh, goes to rescue her. And uh, it's it's absolutely hilarious. It does I think look it's funny. really really funny. Um, it plays with a lot of the common tropes that I think we've seen in romance movies, like romantic comedies. Um, but it also subverts a lot of those expectations. And I, th- I think it's a lot of fun. Like, I had a lot of fun watching it
0: cool you know what's funny is um on the poster you know they're like walking and her dress is all ripped up and they're dirty and lost looking and he's got one of those travel neck pillows around his neck yes (laughs) i think that's great because he's looking all muscly and tough but he's like
2: it's really hilarious i like to be comfortable too and the physical comedy in this movie i think is tremendous because because sandra bullock is a i think she's a phenomenal um comedic actress um, and and she really understands like how to deliver comedy, and I certainly think certainly
1: true for Speed Two Cruise Control. Oof.
3: I I
2: also really like Channing Tatum. I think that he understands physical comedy extremely well. He's
0: really funny. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Yeah. And his physical comedy in this movie is, Um, is like just super on point. So even though I don't think that this movie is anything like extraordinarily special, I also felt like, no, this was a good time. I, I really had a lot of fun with it. And there were a couple of jokes that had me Like howling. Really (laughs)
1: funny. Nice. Which I miss going to see that in the theater because seeing Trevor howl in the theater is just, it's it's a sight to be seen. It's worth the the price of admission.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's so funny. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. It goes from a laugh to a straight up wolf howl. Yeah. It's yeah. beautiful. It's it's only um, then
1: that, you know, he starts cleaning himself, then you just don't want to. Then everybody oh, clears himself. No. You definitely
2: yeah. got to leave movies like, in yeah. between that, you know, the, the. Movie's over. Laughter, the howling. That's laughter. why he's got
0: the movie pass, because he has to go back several <laughs> yeah, times. That's right, yeah. <laughs> To try it I'm again. constantly <laughs> having to, like, excuse myself. How many times restroom? does uh, Channing Tatum take his shirt off in this movie?
2: Um, I think, like, t- like, maybe a couple times. Okay, so yeah. that's
1: not.
0: I mean, that's, that's
2: why like you show huge... up, right? You don't cast Channing Tatum, not. I mean, I take his Honestly, shirt
1: up. I don't. show up. I, Although sh- they
2: do make a joke. They, they make a. <laughs> so I do. I What's wrong with you?
1: I, I guess a lot. Then I'd show up for Sandra Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he smells good.
2: Um, <laughs> there, there's totally a joke at the beginning of the movie where um, the, the the women in the audience are asking him to take his shirt off, and he's like, "I don't want to take my shirt." Off. <laughs> like he's, a, he's, like, really tired. I'm, he's I'm the like whole, his, like,
0: take your shirt off thing. He's, like, yeah. a zoo animal. Yeah, yeah. On display. Like yeah, he's, so like, tired. I really I don't want to do this to you. <laughs> it's not what it used to be, guys. Yeah. All right. It's great. All right, cool. So what's next? <laughs> um, Sonic 2. Sonic the Hedgehog, I presume. Okay, Sonic the Hedgehog.
1: No, this is the the restaurant wars against Arby's, Burger I've been King waiting and for McDonald's. that movie.
0: I've been waiting so long for that movie. Um, that
2: cinematic universe is going to be amazing (laughs) kfc (laughs) he was a fucking colonel (laughs) yeah
1: yeah who's gonna win that fight the colonel or the clown or the fucking burger king whatever he is with the
2: okay well the burger king can raise an army so like let's be yeah the colonel runs the army
0: though look at at the the burger King's face he's a psycho i wouldn't mess with that he is a psycho yeah that yeah. dude
2: sneaks into people's houses at night. Yeah,
0: That face just says, I'll fucking kill you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yes, we're talking um, Sonic. about Sonic the Hedgehog 2. <laughs> Not Sonic Drive-In, The Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Which so, doesn't have its own mascot, so it'd be really the first odd. to go. As a 90s kid um, with Sega Genesis, Sonic, uh, yep. Sonic uh, yep. meant just as much to me as uh, Mario did. So, yep. yeah. But I haven't seen these movies, but it looks like um, a so, ton of fun.
2: Sonic the Hedgehog 1 was a surprise hit for me. Um, I didn't expect to enjoy that movie nearly as much as I enjoyed it. Nice. And when I walked away, I was like, I mean, the cynic in me knows that that movie's dog shit, right? Right, right. Um, because there's so much. Oh, the first movie is just egregious product placement. Uh, like, like they stop the entire plot to be like, oh, "Let me introduce you to the Olive Garden." Like, it's <laughs> oh, it's, shit. it's ridiculous. The, the plot that's or, not or even the, a good plug. The product no. The product placement is. <laughs> it reminds so me of
1: Wayne's World when they're spoofing that, that, and they're like yeah. all sitting there in their outfits. Yeah, like, but imagine it, imagine
2: gear. if the movie were serious, like sincere about it. <laughs> that's, that's that's how awful. Sonic the Hedgehog One felt. It, it was it was a movie that nine year old me would have been like fucking let's go and like I would have I <laughs> all of that product pl- placement on on nine year old me would work would have worked. My Maybe parents would be like uh, we're thinking a movie moving and I'd be like have you checked out Zillow? <laughs> 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 that's what Sonic the Hedgehog uses <laughs> Zillow. You can get a Zestimate. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're, we're gonna go. are gonna go out for dinner. Are we gonna go to the Olive Garden because I hear
0: that they have great breadsticks? <laughs> we shouldn't let him watch that movie. Yeah, he's got so many ideas um, about where to the go. The second
2: movie, though, I think, I think that I really enjoyed a lot more of um, Jim Carrey's. Pr- performance in this movie right he was so very fun to watch his his
0: final performance apparently he's retired now
2: that's kind of what i i mean i guess we'll see what happens but um he's such a joy to watch and he's so funny in this movie i think his his performances are just manic and he steals the scene every time he's in uh, a scene um Otherwise, you know, I felt like again, like nine-year-old me would have looked at this movie and been like, "This is the best fucking movie that's ever been made." Well, because <laughs> nine-year-old you was watching Jim Carrey movies. Well, and, 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 and not and only you that, but reacted like that way every time. Nine-year-old right? me was obsessed with Sonic the Hedgehog. You know, right, like right, I right. would have been that mm-hmm. kid who was like front row seats, just like in awe. You You're know, like, like, dude, they,
0: Sonic the Hedgehog, yeah. Jim Carrey, yeah. the Olive Garden, right? right yeah, All Zillow, of my Zillow, Zillow yeah. yeah, Zillow. I'm just
2: sitting. There They're like, oh man, I can't wait to get some noodles later. (laughs) <laughs> Knuckles is in this movie Oh what? my gosh The Knuckles. big reference To the Chaos Emeralds? <laughs> like
1: Throw in Toys R Us me, And I, was... I mean You'd watch it 24-7 Yeah Jim. <laughs> Jim is um... I, was,
2: I I would have been All over it At, at nine years old yeah, As yeah, no an doubt. adult I can look at it And I'm kind of like This is less This feels less
0: dog shit Than the other movie was Right, um, right. Why <laughs> did everybody I, I had a good time with it Everybody though. reacted so much To the teeth To the oh my Sonic God. the Hedgehog's teeth Well that's teeth.
2: because Sonic the Hedgehog Teeth in the un the like the the first trailer the original trailer were real nightmare fuel. <laughs> like like for whatever really? reason yeah the animators tried to like anthropomorphize Sonic more than a cartoon character Ugh. and so like tried he's to getting, make like, him look showing. Yeah, he's just creepy. There's, there's an uncanny weird. valley sort of thing where you look at this this weird fucking hedgehog abomination and it looks, you remember that meme of like the fucked up looking fox that's sitting on a chair and he just looks like that fox has been doing meth for like the last 20 years. <laughs> yeah. That's what the, the that original <laughs> Sonic that, he looked like a weird methed out runner dude. And it, it just doesn't work. And I mean. S- and so when, when they let's make be honest, him more than. A hedgehog to run that character.
1: fast, you're gonna have to to meth him up. Right, they're very slow for oh, sure. Yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, how else are you gonna get blueskin yeah.
0: <laughs> drinking
1: colloidal silver? <laughs> I want to see, I want <laughs> to see, I want to see that Sonic the Hedgehog. See, I want to see that at the Hedgehog where he comes in, he's like all twitching and he's like, eh, 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 Yeah, yeah, and he just can't sit still and he's itching everything. Like eh, somehow, eh, Jim <laughs> Carrey is the calmer of the two. Yeah, yeah. Um, so were the teeth less weird in the second
0: movie oh yeah because he's a cartoon he's a
2: cartoon in the first movie and the second movie the, okay. the complaints about the Sonic the Hedgehog were from the first movie in the the, tr- the movie that was never released because their first cut had this abomination, Sonic, and they pushed the release date for that movie back oh. almost like a year so they could
0: redo so they could all of them. the animation. I the thought that it was released that way. That's weird. No, it was. It was they actually changed all it. I'm sure there's a cut
2: out there with like the unchanged Sonic that just looks like a fucking nightmare landscape. Oh, weird. Um, they were just having but, the, much fun with the, the new Sonic design. looks like a, he looks like a cartoon character and it works. I think it works much better as a cartoon character.
0: I bet my kid would really like to watch that, my eight-year-old.
2: I, they're yeah. fun movies. I'm not going to see Your little yeah. boy
1: probably would, they're too. They're not probably intellectual. If he sits and watches, I don't know if he's at that age yet where he's kind of sees the television. Yeah, he's but, not
0: even two, but yeah, yeah, he can stand there and just kind of like drool yeah. while he watches. They're um, not into it That's what I do. Profound. So there, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's the great response. All right, the next movie is uh it's just a bunch of letters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, Trevor. That's what that says. Yeah. E-, <laughs> e E A A. <laughs> Who
1: let in that that o. that manged that maned that, that cat with mange? Yeah. <laughs> <Eow. laughs> this is the worst the <laughs> episode. <laughs>
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 Trevor <laughs> went from howling with laughter to uh, meowing. <laughs> yeah, meowing.
3: <laughs> you,
0: <laughs> you never know. Was,
1: we're brainstorming this list of movies we'd seen prior to the prior to recording, and, I, and he tells me this title, and instead of writing it down, I just jot the, the letters. <laughs> I was
0: like trying it's, to
2: decipher it's, what it's, it's an stands acronym. for. It stands for everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh so, yes, yes. Right? This, oh. this movie. But oh, when shortened, it becomes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> which I feel like is a perfectly. It fits totally with what the movie's doing too. Uh, that's that's yeah. the sound they make in the butt in the butt plug scene, right? Yes,
3: yes, yes. yeah. 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 All right. There is a.
2: Butt- There is a butt plug scene in this movie. Uh, No, this movie is utterly brilliant. It's so funny. It's so poignant. It has something to say, and it says it in such a bizarre way. Yeah, it seems like a... It is an outrageous movie, and it is so... Beautifully done. <laughs> I have never been to a movie with a butt plug scene that still made me
0: cry at the end. I've never seen a movie with a butt plug scene, mm-hmm. well, well, alone. Uh, just uh, maybe you're just not, not watching one. the right movie. I think That's if I saw a movie, I, am, I think if living.
1: I saw anything with butt plug, I'd start crying. <laughs> <I>
0: just... <laughs> oh no. <laughs> What oh have I, what have I signed up for?
1: <laughs> That's the sound you would make.
0: <laughs> Everything everywhere all the time
3: <laughs> Particularly my <ex>. ass <laughs> Where did the movie touch you? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All, right. All right.
0: So, I mean, we talked no, about it that it's movie serious before, right? I, none of
2: these jokes would be out of out like out of context within this movie. I mean, this movie really is very irreverential in its uh its style of It looks
0: like they did a really it's, good job of playing on so the multiverse smart, thing. Though.
2: For a movie with butt plugs in it, it, it like <laughs> it really is very very intelligently, masterfully crafted. One of my favorite scenes is um and
1: that's just a butt plug. <laughs> yeah. that's there's there's a scene where where she
2: goes into an an alternate universe and she realizes like everyone in that universe has hot dogs for fingers. Um and and so like oh, man. like it envisions an entire culture that has that must have developed around hot dog fingers. And so you have these actors like Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> and and um um uh what's her face? Uh uh is it Michelle Yao? Um the lead, know. right?
1: Is yeah. she the lead?
2: Yeah, the the lead. Yeah. Of this movie. I think it is Michelle yeah. Yao. Um or yo or, or however you say it uh i'm not trying that's to our be, impeccable I'm, research i'm not trying to be ap- coming, uh, of, coming uh, to the like, forefront like oh e- yeah yo yeah yo yeah yo um i'm not trying to be disrespectful <laughs> in how we pronounce it but um it, it, like huh. these very serious actors you know like like actors with real prestige and they're they're like like traipsing around their their bedroom and slapping their hot dog fingers against their thighs (laughs) it's so fucking funny it's so outrageous and i can't believe that this movie exists and also wants to have like a serious conversation about like the what like our existential existence like in this universe and like the many choices that we make that lead us to becoming a person you know like it's so beautifully profound and yet also deeply deeply stupid. And I love that. I love that we can have an intellectual conversation that really does hit you in the gut with just how how much heavy lifting it's asking you to do spiritually. Right. While also fucking like fingering
0: each other's mouths with hot dog fingers.
2: It's so funny
0: it's oh my god uh, it's a still I mean movie. the first time i saw anybody play off of the multiverse thing was uh family guy and those were my favorite episodes is when they did anything <laughs> time travel multiverse related uh-huh. i loved it and then and then after that came rick and morty which is basically completely centered around yeah, right. multiverse yeah. stuff and yeah. and it just like the concept of using that concept is so you can go anywhere, you can do anything. Right. There's no, nothing's off yeah. limits yeah. As from a writer's perspective when yeah. you're using yeah. the multiverse theory. I
2: didn't know I needed to see a scene <laughs> where Jamie Lee Curtis is a professional wrestler. <laughs> I, I didn't know I needed to see that in my life, but I did. And, and it's, it's, I'm telling you, this movie is something That's really off, That special. sounds
0: off the wall on, yeah. it, on its own. It is off the wall, uh, but That's I, great. I
2: absolutely adore it. Cool. It's a, it's a real cinematic treat. Yeah.
0: Cool. Yow. 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 <laughs> <laughs> one, one for the road, right? <laughs> um, the Northman. The Northman? The Northman. The Northman. It sounds like you're saying Norseman with a, with a, a lift. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> the Northman. A little bit, yeah. Not out of character for this movie, either. I the, north, the Northman. I
1: wanted to see this movie. Like, I just really wanted to see it. And again, I got lost on the way to the yeah, theater. You,
2: yeah. <laughs> you
0: went south instead of north? I did. I did. <laughs> the Southman. Uh, <laughs> that, well, that's
1: just about. That this movie's awesome. just full of shit, man. That's just, just yeah. It was just a feedlot. <laughs> it was a big. I cave show field. up. There's um, cows and nothing else. Th-
2: this movie, I think, is very polarizing with the people who have seen it. Some of them really like it. Some of them
1: don't like it. <laughs> it's po- the, it's North yeah, the Northman is polarizing. It's polarizing.
0: It looks like. Um, it looks like uh, Nicole Kidman. It is Nicole uh, Kidman And Ethan Hawke Yeah Alexander Skarsgård And Yeah Yeah And uh No that's not Legolas Not Legolas Aragorn No it's not Is that not Aragorn No What's that guy's Uh, name Viggo Mortensen Yeah The driver The driver of the car movie Viggo Mortensen Mortensen. (laughs) Yeah Yeah You just confused a, game, a lot of car. people. It's
1: like Aragorn. There was no Aragorn? cars with cars. Aragorn. Cars. Yeah, he just
2: hopping his, his, his the green.
1: book.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or... <laughs> <Uh-oh>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Nobody's it's got it. It's a God. me, uh, Jared
1: Leto. Nobody's got
0: it. It's a me. Jared Leto
1: not in this movie. Jared Leto. Go Jared, Jared uh, Leto starring in Yeah. <laughs> <in laughs> <laughs> If he is in this um, movie, they buried him in cosmetics. So the people, the, mm, yeah. <laughs> what people may not realize about the Northman, because I know Trevor went to see it, I didn't, but I want to get my my smart guy facts out there real yeah. quick, um, is that this is the, the legend that Shakespeare based the play Hamlet on. This oh. is where he drew his inspiration for yeah. his play Hamlet. <laughs> okay, all right.
0: So one of the biggest
2: problems I have with the people who watched this movie and then were critical about it, is it, it seems to me they missed the entire fucking point. Um,
1: feels like that with the Green Knight too, like when we oh, watched yeah, that. Oh
2: yeah, absolutely. So I've, I've heard a lot of takes that are like, oh, well, I didn't really enjoy the Northmen so much. It, it was too predictable. I'm like, what do you mean it was predictable? It's one of the world's oldest fucking stories. Like <laughs> this is just, it's just Hamlet. It's predictable. Like how <laughs> can you tell me that something's predictable when oh, we're talking
1: great. about something that's been word, circulating. Guys. For kills his brother of and the son comes back yeah. for revenge.
0: Yeah, there's an antagonist and a protagonist. We did oh, right. it. Oh yeah, we did it.
2: Yeah, yeah. You mean Hamlet dies in the end? <laughs> <laughs> fucking of course. Have you not seen this play? Have it's taught in every high school. I was like, yeah. Did you not go to high school? <laughs> <laughs> Although surprisingly, I was I was in the movie with um with my partner and I I looked at her and I said uh you know what's going to happen, right? Because she, she was, like, really afraid for Amleth, the main character. Yeah. Um, and and she looks at me, and she, she's like, I have a feeling this isn't going to end well. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I looked at her, and I was like,
0: are you joking right now? Because <laughs> <laughs> that is a pretty good joke.
1: Um, <laughs> I mean, in that, that in itself, I mean, everything. that's not exactly a... a thought provoking anagram is it Amleth to Hamlet no, I mean you just take the just H at the Hamlet. end and move the H to the beginning but, I mean <laughs> Hamlet was just
2: renamed from Amleth to begin with exactly that's right. all Shakespeare did he's oh like oh my gosh what it's, if I
1: move the H here Shakespeare is no, not, he's
2: Danish
0: Shakespeare's not nearly as clever as people think he
2: is no I mean he, he's good but <laughs> he's good. you're right yeah <laughs> no, I don't, I don't. This, uh, this movie is so fun though I, I, like I really like this movie it's weird and it reminds me of of the the 1981 Conan the Barbarian. Like oh, like yeah. it, it feels like it feels like if this movie were just 30 years old it it, it would it would be the same as the right. Conan yeah, and the people, Barbarian. I don't
1: think people realize just how weird that movie was. That movie was fucking weird. I mean weird. James Earl Jones turns into a giant snake.
2: And I it's... think what this movie, yeah, and what this movie does really well is it 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 takes the weirdness of Norse mythology and it just kind of goes with it. Right, right. Bjork shows up in this movie. Of is she, course. Is
0: she the one that's like, um, get the, the um, headpiece on? Yeah,
2: she's like this weird fortune teller.
0: I mean, seer. how can
1: you make a movie like this and not have Bjork?
0: you can't That's did she do the, the soundtrack too it was inevitable dude when I read Bjork was in this you know what my first thought was they probably had to like <laughs> film her on her own like in it's <laughs> own little context because I cannot like imagine that. her getting involved with the other actors and, it feels like that yeah. for sure it's such a weird like the actors no, nobody else in the movie met Bjork yeah. is what I imagine yeah 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 no, it's
2: it's a weird movie. But I also think, like, if you want to show up to see a muscly dude, just roar at people and cut them in half. Like,
0: this is your movie. And you're tired oh. of Batman.
2: And, yeah. And, and if you want right. to.
0: If you made it three quarters of the way through and, Batman. And if you're just like, you know,
2: I really would like, I would have liked Batman if only it were, I don't know, more art housey. Like, this is your movie. Go fucking see this movie. All right. Um, the Northman. I, I really enjoyed it, and and I, I think if anything, it just proves to me like, man, we need more fucking Robert E. Howard. Like we yeah. need more Conan the Barbarian. Right.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. Conan. That's the thing. Um, People
1: don't realize. I mean, I mentioned that about the movie, but they don't re- realize how weird Conan himself is in those comics and stories. Conan's awesome. fucking weird. I mean, man. fight symbol of cracking kind of a, monsters. Everything
2: and about Conan the Barbarian is weird, and I love Conan the Barbarian for that he's so bizarre and the stories he's in are real strange and it's not like Conan the Barbarian is is just like your straight man either I mean like he's a weird dude nobody is that violent and like that rageful and just that like because he gets himself into some weird fucking situations (laughs) and and you kind of realize like Conan, what are you? Why are you doing this? <laughs> There's a
0: death wish yeah. involved, right? Yeah. yeah, it's it's really really interesting. And as far as Vikings go, there actually was a death wish. They they believed that if you don't die oh. in battle, you yes. don't get to dine in the great yes. hall with Odin. And this Odin.
2: movie steers like full on into a very rigorously historically researched. Visual uh, palette, right? Like, like right. The, the the costumes, the places that they're living, the stuff that you see, kind of in the background, politics feels very authentic.
1: This isn't your father's Hamlet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's good. <clears throat> um,
1: so what's, what's next? That?
0: Nick Cage. <laughs> oh, Dude, know, yeah. So this is the this is the finale. This right is here. the other yeah. one that he he Rabbing told me the title, out. and
1: I just wrote Nick Cage. Nick yeah. Cage was in a movie this called was Nick the, Cage. The uh, the yeah.
2: unbearable weight of massive talent is
0: yes. What a great movie. title! I, I <laughs> thought that phenomenal was such title. a great
2: title. Such a phenomenal title. Yeah. Yeah. And this movie is <laughs> genuinely uh, just just joyous. It's funny because in a way, it's it's kind of a meta commentary about Nick Cage and just like just about movie making in this age, right? Yeah. Where uh, he has a conversation with with um, his sidekick in this movie who's played by uh, the Mandalorian what's his what what is his name? Um, uh,
1: Pedro Pascal
2: thank you Pedro Pascal Um, he's talking to Pedro Pascal and he's like you know it's difficult to get a movie made these days because if you're not a Marvel movie or you're not a a Star Wars which is funny because Nick Cage played ghost writer and uh Pedro yeah. Pascal is the fucking Mandalorian right <laughs> um he's like if you're not if you're not in a Marvel movie or you're not you know uh, uh in a Star Wars um where's your you know how do you do build an audience how do you connect with an audience audiences um aren't just turning up for for talking head comedies there's got to be action there's got to be a third act where there's like you know a lot of explosions and gunfire. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard for you to have a movie where it's just a couple of actors acting the shit out of their roles and, like, you know, building these character-driven moments. Yeah. And yet the movie itself is a character-driven talking-head comedy <laughs> between Nick Cage putting in the performance of his lifetime. I mean, I think that there are better performances from Nick Cage, but this is certainly one of the most Nick cage performances. Right. Like, very co- like cognizant of
0: Nick Cage performance. A self-aware um, yeah, like Nick Cage. Absolutely.
2: With Pedro Pascal, um, who I think is also a really interesting actor, who's very charming. And, and these two characters are interacting in a script that is trying to be you know, all of the things that they're kind of lamenting a script has to be. Um, It's sounds very meta. It is very meta, but it's also very fun. Like it's just so much fun to watch Nick Cage be Nick Cage. Right. It's so much fun as usual. Yeah. And it's so much fun to, to watch him relating to this just very charismatic character played by Pedro Pascal.
0: It seems like it's got a little bit in common with the Birdman. Um, Uh, A little bit. That kind of like actor reflecting on his career, but he's
2: actually doing it. And and I mean, this is there's a danger here, right? When you're a, a big name star like Michael Keaton, and you do a role like Birdman. Right, or when you're a big name star like um, Nicholas Cage, and you do a movie where you're kind of like acting the self-parody, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know that there are a whole lot of actors out there that can do this with such a genuineness, right? Right. right? Yeah. Where they they understand they- what what the joke is, where the line is, and yet can still be earnest about their performance in a way that that feels genuine to what this artist really is trying to say about his art about his craft about right whatever it is
0: it seems like you'd have to be good at putting your ego aside um and not getting totally. not getting your feelings hurt not uh, not taking things as a shot like, yeah because if you're the wrong kind of actor in this type of movie and everything's directed at you kind right. of you know i can imagine some people just freak out about it yeah there's like no jared leto there's no jared leto <laughs> i was just gonna say
2: there's no jared leto that guy can't make like fun it. of himself no absolutely impossible could he could well, not then would that's why be I don't like him
1: what would we we'd be here for if he could Exactly. I'm telling you I mean, Jared <laughs> Leto looks at the podcast. dailies <laughs> of right. him going like
3: <laughs> I want to make you a suit <laughs> and,
2: and he looks at the dailies he's like that's a damn fine movie, okay. you know. Like he's like he's like really he really believes that. Like he really believes that he's the best.
0: He's still method acting like weeks after the movie wraps. After
2: the movie wraps, I'm just gonna be Italian for yeah. a few more months. Don't you know? I'm a Jared Leto. I'm so Italian.
1: His girlfriend or whatever's like Jesus, Jared. Jared, just fucking get it though. Just, we come keep on. going Does back to Jared girlfriend. Leto. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm there making I'm making assumptions like, here. I shouldn't. His significant other. How about that?
2: I don't know if he even has one. His uh, dog. It, there's is too like, much. There's Jared, <laughs> too much Jesus. just yeah. Drop the Italian too accent. Much ego. <laughs> there too
1: There's two yeah, things I'm,
2: that will always get me riled up: Jared Leto and fucking Moonfall.
1: His 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 dog is like <laughs> yeah, rolling its eyes, eyes and meanwhile, there. meanwhile, his goldfish is like. You know, I've got it better than you, dog. I can act like I'm stupid and just don't even hear the Italian accent. I'm
2: pretty sure. The water kind of mutes it as it comes
1: through to my ears.
2: I'm pretty sure in Moonfall, there's a cat cat named (laughs) Fuzz Aldrin.
0: <laughs> i'm not even joking we so, have to stop going back to moonfall i hate we moonfall. we have to fight the urge to get but what got us there is we're talking about egos yeah. we're talking about egos and actors um yeah yeah and you have to develop quite a bit in your career to get to the point where you can make right birdman or the unbearable weight of yeah. of, of an enormous enormous talent
2: massive talent, massive talent yeah, yeah
0: yeah tremendous, synonyms synonyms i mean tremendous talent. I,
2: I really think nick cage like does this movie really well he was talking about how resistant he was to do this script because he he had had it pitched to him multiple times he was like i don't know it feels like it's too far for me which i think is anything being too far That's, for nick yeah, cage is hilarious laughable yeah, yeah. But, kinda... but i i will say like say what you will of nick cage's like weird manic performances that dude puts in 150 percent every time he shows up yeah it's the commitment that's he's impressive. he's so committed yeah. and and i truly believe that when nick cage goes into a movie he throws himself wholeheartedly into that project right not because it's an ego thing but i think that that he he understands like i am here to this work. makes me so
1: I'm here to sad do this movie one of my favorite that we movies. did not get to see nick cage as superman You know what? That would have been...
2: As much as I I rankle at the idea of a Nick Cage as Superman, the more I think (laughs) about it, the more (laughs) I'm kind of like... I'll watch it.
1: Yeah, I would he, watch it. He yeah. did
2: voice Superman in, I think, the Teen Titans Go to the Movies cartoon. Oh, cool! <laughs> yeah,
0: which was which was really neat. My and kid it, constantly watches Teen Titans. Yeah, oh, it's Teen so it's Titan- Titans really Titans funny. Funny, it's really it's funny. Funny. Yeah. Um, um, my favorite Nick Cage movie was uh, Matchstick Men. Uh, I don't know if I've seen that he one. He was a con I don't artist know if I have either. He he and Sam Rockwell are con artists together yeah. and then they end up turning on each other cuz yeah. they're con artists but the whole movie was like he's he's got like um was it o- obsessive compulsive disorder? Right. And uh, he has to lock his door five times. He's just like buried in uh, ticks that he oh, can't wow. control. And it makes you nervous the whole movie. But I thought that was really fitting for Nick Cage because he's kind of got this twitch oh, yeah. about him he's anyway.
2: A weird, he's a weird dude for he, sure. Yeah. It,
0: but, you know, that's not one of his yeah. greater movies. Uh, Sam Rockwell does a lot of heavy lifting too. <sighs> uh, Sam Rockwell. Uh, that dude stay weird, that dude Nick Cage. Stay out. weird.
1: That's yeah, all I can say. I,
2: I think, and, and I think this movie is, is, like, perfect. Like, Nick Cage is weird, and this movie is fun. Do you I think, know uh, I've
1: missed a lot of these movies in theater. Some of them are still there, and I'm going to try and catch what I can, but we actually have some big uh, big dates coming up. But have
2: um, got a lot of stuff going.
1: But I am at least thankful that it seems like more and more movies are hitting the streaming services and kind of coming to on demand and coming, you know, outside of the theater, it's not taking months and months for them to reappear. So right. I'm, right. I'm I'm at least hopeful that I will get to see all of these on some medium yeah. at some point.
0: Yeah, yeah, same here. Except when, for
1: Morbius. I don't watch that.
0: Yeah. Uh, I've got, I'm subscribed to HBO Max and I feel like me me too. Just, yeah, I feel like I can watch anything. Yeah, yeah Batman right. came quick
1: to HBO Max after it got out of theater. Right, right. Like and it we, was we, we don't no get paid time. by HBO to say that either. By no, the way. we don't.
2: No, and we don't get paid by any of these <sighs> movies to to plug But them. if you would you like
1: to plug us, if you'd like to pay us, then <laughs> <laughs> no, buf plugs. Gonna say, <laughs> no buff I was going to say, if you want to plug okay. us,
2: okay. I was like,
3: yeah. Yeah. yow! <laughs> yow!
1: <laughs> follow our Patreon. Come to our Patreon. We have some new tiers. We're building new tiers the entire time. All new merchandise, new exclusive content. We're just constantly building up our Patreon yeah. to, to reward those who want to follow us. Also,
2: um, come around to slayhouse.com. We've done a lot of work on the website to improve it. We've got some new stuff on there out for pre-order.
1: Karen Huff's, K.A. K. Huff's, K. Huff's, Huff's Ground, Ground Control, control uh, is available for pre-order and I don't know when this is, is supposed it at, to...
2: Is it out by this point?
1: You know, we just had this discussion on the, the, the Dashiell Hammett episode. <laughs> we just did this. Um, it may
2: be out now. And it if may it's out up. now, just buy it on SlayHouse.com. Yeah. Just buy it. It's the future by this point. We've got... um, (laughs) When uh, is this happening in the movie? It's happening now. We've also got another book (laughs) that is, by now, uh, for sure, likely an uh, pre-order. At least in um, pre-order.
1: Melpomene's Garden by Curtis Harrell. Mm -hmm. We have another anthology coming out. uh, It'll be... Published by Halloween, but the submissions are coming this July. Yeah. And if then we you're have
2: interested in submission, sub- submitting to us for Tales of Slayhouse 2022, I encourage you, look for that window. That window opens starting on July 1st. And if you're nice. a,
1: a student of creative writing, um, I believe from the most recent emails I've gotten, AWP is putting a piece of ours like for our open submission calls in their, their magazine. So... Yeah. That goes out to every creative writing program, so you can see that. Um, That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. We're going to be. We're about to leave here for, as the day of the, of the recording. We've got a few more days before we head out we're to StokerCon. We're definitely Con.
2: back by StokerCon by yeah. the time this comes out. But, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. We, we
1: like. But as of the recording, Stoker we're about to leave for StokerCon. Right. Listen and to this. <laughs> We got, <laughs> we got just, coffee
0: mugs. I just took
1: a sip from a Sleigh House publishing coffee mug. So you can get a coffee mug uh, as part of the merch that uh, on different tiers through the Patreon. Supplies. But we're also going to be selling coffee mugs, I think, through the website and some other merch.
2: Yeah. Supplies are limited. So if you would like to get a Sleigh House coffee mug, make sure you put in an order quickly before they sell out. Yes. These are sure to go. There's more.
1: no way to. Sure to go fast. Yeah. I haven't set up the order yet for them as of the recording but i'm take, we're, we're taking we're taking all like of them four to, weeks out though yeah we are four this. weeks out no we're gonna sell them all at StokerCon.
2: well uh, that's why i say supplies are limited
1: <laughs> oh wow, get
2: them now i mean if they're a big
1: seller i'll order more but you know
2: supplies
1: are limited <laughs>
2: i don't know how limited they are
0: just you know they are limited you know
1: Welcome uh, to the multiverse of podcasting. We don't know which <laughs> universe saying. we're in as we're delivering this. We're in the
0: past talking Either about the future. Either we've solved them all or they're Seriously, still seriously, though, we would
1: like to thank our patrons. We would like to thank all of our followers on social media. You can follow us at at SlayHouseLitBits and at SlayHouse uh, on Twitter. We also have two Instagram accounts for each.
2: Working on Instagram?
1: Um, we've got... Uh, I think that's well. We supposedly had TikTok, but I just don't understand um, TikTok. Working on it. I'm too old for TikTok. Um. Yeah. um we want to thank our producers at Wayne Howard Studios. Um, we have a ton of stuff coming out. Like we got a ton of stuff preparing for for this year. Not just books to read, but audio uh, projects and mm-hmm. just everything. So we're really really excited about this. We want to thank everybody for your support. Um, And I think uh, that's about all we have to say for the movies, unless you guys have anything else.
0: I think we're good. I think we said everything. Cancel Jared Leto. Cancel Cancel Jared Leto. Hashtag. Hashtag 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 cancel Cancel Jared Jared Leto. Leto. And
1: I put on the script that we'd each have our own personal (laughs) sign-off, so (laughs) I know I have one, but I'm sorry, guys. I'm taking this one. (laughs) Yo,
2: Damn it was gonna be mine!
0: Uh, I don't know what- I don't- I didn't think of one. Take her easy and and whatnot. Be excellent to each other. (laughs) And party on, dudes! Party on. (laughs)